Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 304, the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. I love the wonderful practicality of the prayers for this weekend's liturgy. The opening prayer, or collect as it's called, gathers our many prayers and thoughts and distills them into these wonderful thoughts. Grant us, Lord, the help of your grace always, so that we may please you with our resolve and our deeds. In other words, may your help and guidance, Lord, lead us to pleasing attitudes and practical actions. The first reading this weekend in the psalm refer to the image of the majestic and awe-inspiring sight of a towering cedar tree of Lebanon. This was a familiar and powerful image, representing to the people of Israel God's kingdom, the power and majesty of God's people. It was strong, powerful, impressive, and providential. But then we move to the gospel. Jesus says to himself, what can I give you for an image of the kingdom of God? Now that's a leading question because the people would have known, well, we know a great and very, very traditional and powerful image of God's kingdom, the cedar of Lebanon. But the people would have expected this immovable ancient cedar towering over everything else that can be seen far and wide. So it's really surprising to say the least when our Lord uses quite a different image. Christ says the kingdom of God starts out like a mustard seed, tiny, almost imperceptible, almost inconsequential to the casual observer. And yet it grows up and becomes the largest. But again, our Lord surprises his listeners because again, he doesn't say it grows up to become the largest tree of all. No, it becomes the largest shrub. His point is surprising, shocking, but beautiful. Our Lord is telling us and his original listeners, God's kingdom is not only to be seen in the obvious, in the towering grandeur and majesty of the cedar tree. It does include that, of course, but God's kingdom is still sturdy and productive, but it's also more subtle and widespread than people imagine. The kingdom of God is much more sturdy much more resilient, more earthy and down-to-earth. It's also much more widespread. At times, it can be patchy and certainly not looking very royal or majestic, but more suburban. The kingdom is more practical and everyday, but it's better adapted to producing many, many fruits for its survival. But just like the image of the cedar, this large shrub that's grown up from a surprisingly tiny mustard seed still provides wonderful shelter, welcoming protection for all sorts of creatures that gather under its leaves. Again, not high class, but every bit as effective and more involved in the lives of those it's sheltering. God's kingdom doesn't tower loftily over everything from a great height, a great distance. It's in and amongst everything and involved directly in its surroundings. This image is a wonderful one, which gives us hope and courage. Our human efforts can be spasmodic and varying in consistency, but God is constantly and quietly at work, invisibly 
and visibly in many ways and is effectively producing all sorts of wonderful results. If we can see with the eyes of faith, if we can widen what we're looking for, sometimes the greatest good and the most amazing things have started off from the smallest seed of action for good. Small seed producing enormous fruits, never just for itself, but for the greater glory of God and God's kingdom and God's people, whom he loves absolutely. This is Faith, Hope and Love. For I have called to you, be my help. Do not abandon or forsake me, O God my Saviour. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone. Welcome as we gather to ponder with reverence God's word and sacrament. My brothers and sisters, we've gathered to celebrate the Holy Eucharist, so let's first pause and reflect upon our sins so as to rejoice in God's loving mercy. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and in sacrament to strengthen us and make us holy. Christ, have mercy. You will come again in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, have 
Let us pray to follow God's commands more closely. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And since without you mortal frailty can do nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of a cedar. I will set it out. I will break off a tender one from the topmost of its young twigs. I myself will plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On the mountain height of Israel I will plant it, in order that it may produce boughs and bear fruit, and become a noble cedar. Under it every kind of bird will live, In the shade of its branches will nest winged creatures of every kind. All the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. I bring low the high tree. I make high the low tree. I dry up the green tree and make the dry tree flourish. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will accomplish it. The Word of the Lord Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. It is good to give thanks to the Lord to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green. To proclaim that the Lord is just, in him, my rock, there is no wrong. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. 
For we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we do have confidence, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So, whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please Him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive recompense for what he or she has done in the body, whether good or evil. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The seed is the word of God, Christ is the sower. All who come to him will live forever. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Such a large crowd gathered around Jesus that he got into a boat and began to teach them using many parables. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if a man would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would sprout and grow without his knowing how. The earth produces of itself, first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with the sickle, because the harvest has come. Jesus also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables Jesus spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables but he explained everything in private to his disciples. The Gospel of the Lord This Sunday's Gospel is for gardeners who appreciate botanical metaphors as it refers to the slow, inevitable growth of the kingdom. Plants grow with no complex planning. The seed is scattered with no discernible pattern and after water and sunshine weave their magic, a green shoot cracking out of a shell, creeping through the soil, pushing up, tiny but unstoppable. A perfect example of the reign of God. Slow, determined growth at times haphazard, but when harvested it nourishes the world. Now this was a parable for his disciples who were slow to understand, dispirited, they were scared and divided. Are you saying the kingdom of God is about us? 
Are you saying the reign of God looks like our parish or the mess we might be in? The reign of God is slow sometimes to reveal itself, but it's unending, unbeatable, and growing right here and now. The kingdom of God is like a seed planted by the sower. It has a life of its own, which carries on regardless of what the sower thinks or does. Of its own land it produces. So with God. No matter how much we worry or feel depressed, inadequate, the work of God will go on. With this faith, then, we should have confidence in the power of God, that God will bring to completion the work that he's begun. Every couple preparing to commit to marriage will eventually come to appreciate that it's their relationship that's like the sower planting a crop. A farmer plants for a future which cannot be seen, a harvest that does not yet exist. The farmer hopes to feed people, yet they may choose not to buy the crop. The farmer relies on weather, which is risky and unpredictable, yet still prepares the earth and then plants the seed. The marriage rite speaks quite wonderfully of the hopes and disappointments, the successes and failures, pleasures and pains, and joys and sorrows that are hidden from their eyes. It tells the couple that you know that these elements are mingled in every life, and so they can be expected in your own. Not knowing what's before you, but trusting in God's companionship, you now take each other through the best and worst of what lies ahead until death. Sometimes we feel that the church, which once seemed like a mighty cedar with spreading branches, is withering. Times like this we should remember Ezekiel. He was a prophet in a foreign land, and he looked to the future when Israel would be restored by God. We must never forget that God can make the withered tree green and the tiny sapling grow. The Lord is the planter of the small shoot, which eventually becomes the mighty tree. The tree is not an end in itself. It provides branches for the birds of the world to nest in and fruit for them to feed on. It can offer rest and sustenance. Now the mustard seed is the smallest of seeds. So we need not fear if our community is small or doesn't appear to be equal to the task. It will be yeast in the dough. St Paul speaks directly. We will all get what we deserve, whether good or bad. So let's face our failures and their results, and again let's remember Ezekiel. We are God's people and we can never be abandoned. We only have to turn to Jesus and throw the seed on the land, knowing that it will be nurtured. And the seeds are love, unselfishness, humility, patience. We can root out the weeds of pride and selfishness, exclusivity and elitism. Paul opens his heart in confidence like a father to his children. Your father has something to tell you, he says. His heart's longing, hope. Make your home with the Lord. Let's be like the psalmist and give thanks to the Lord, looking forward, with God's help, to flourishing like the palm tree and growing like a cedar of Lebanon. The seed of the kingdom of God has been implanted within me and you within your spouse, your children, your sisters and brothers, your friends and neighbours, in strangers and even in your enemies. But the seed will sprout and grow according to God's intentions, only to the extent that we recognise it happening in each other. 
So if we listen to today's readings and to the centuries-old teaching of the Church, we can hear that God brings forth our growth through grace, not through our own efforts and direction. We cannot control, but we can cooperate. Prepare the soil with patience and gentleness for nurturing. And Christ gives us this assurance. The seeds of love and faith in us will grow a thousandfold to become the very foundation of God's kingdom here on earth. So never forget the adage that says, early in life we die if we do not receive love. Later in life we die if we do not give love. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord wills our growth and accompanies us through the day and watches over us at night. We're nurtured by God whatever the season of our lives. We bring these our needs in confidence. For the Church, that the good seeds nurtured by Christ's love and teaching may continue to grow throughout the world. Lord, hear us. For our nation, that we may respect people of every race and ethnic background and cherish our diversity. Lord, hear us. For our family and friends, that we may be understanding toward one another and respect the timing of each other's growth. Lord, hear us. For the environment which God has given to us as stewards, that we will promote the growth of trees and vegetation to give shelter, shade and clean air. Lord, hear us. For all who are sick and those who care for them, for healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For those who have died, that their earthly life being over, they may now come to the eternal reward with God in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord God, you hear both the prayers that are spoken and those that are silent deep in our hearts. We ask you to continue to lead us to new growth as we place all our trust in you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you fruit of the earth and work of human hands. 
it will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who in the offerings presented here provide for the twofold needs of human nature, nourishing us with food and renewing us with your sacrament, Grant, we pray, that the sustenance they provide may not fail us in body or in spirit. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right to give you thanks, truly just to give you glory, Father most holy. For you are the one God living and true existing before all ages and abiding for all eternity, dwelling in unapproachable light. Yet you who alone are good, the source of life, have made all that is, so that you might fill your creatures with blessings and bring joy to many of them by the glory of your light. And so in your presence are countless hosts of angels who serve you day and night, and gazing upon the glory of your face, glorify you without ceasing. With them, too, we confess your name in exaltation, giving voice to every creature under heaven, as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We give you praise, Father most holy, for you are great, and you have fashioned all your works in wisdom and in love. You formed man in your own image and entrusted the whole world to his care, so that in serving you alone, the Creator, he might have dominion over all creatures, and when through disobedience he had lost your friendship, you did not abandon him to the domain of death, for you came in mercy to the aid of all, so that those who seek might find you. Time and again you offered them covenants, and through the prophets taught them to look forward to salvation. You so loved the world, Father Most Holy, that in the fullness of time you sent your only begotten Son to be our Saviour. Made incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, he shared our human nature in all things but sin. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation, to prisoners freedom, and to the sorrowful of heart joy. To accomplish your plan he gave himself up to death, and rising from the dead he destroyed death and restored life. And that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose again for us, he sent the Holy Spirit from you, Father, as the firstfruits for those who believe. 
so that bringing to perfection his work in the world, he might sanctify creation to the full. Therefore, O Lord, we pray, may this same Holy Spirit graciously sanctify these offerings, that they may become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, for the celebration of this great mystery, which he himself left us as an eternal covenant. For when the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, Father Most Holy, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And while they were at supper, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, taking the chalice filled with the fruit of the vine, he gave thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we now celebrate the memorial of our redemption, we remember Christ's death and his descent to the realm of the dead. We proclaim his resurrection and his ascension to your right hand. And, as we await his coming in glory, we offer you his body and blood, the sacrifice acceptable to you, which brings salvation to the whole world. Look, O Lord, upon the sacrifice which you yourself have provided for your church, and grant in your loving kindness to all who partake of this one bread and one chalice, that, gathered into one body by the Holy Spirit, they may truly become a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your glory. Therefore, Lord, remember now all for whom we offer this sacrifice, especially your servant, Francis, our Pope, Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and the whole order of bishops, all the clergy, those who take part in this offering, those gathered here before you, your entire people, and all who seek you with a sincere heart. Remember also those who have died in the peace of your Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. To all of us, your children, grant, O merciful Father, that we may enter into a heavenly inheritance with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, and with your apostles and saints in your kingdom. There, with the whole of creation, freed from the corruption of sin and death, may we glorify you through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. 
through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. There is one thing I ask of the Lord. Only this do I seek, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen.
Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. As this reception of your holy communion, O Lord, foreshadows the union of the faithful in you, so may it bring about our unity in your church. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks again for joining us in this time of celebration and worship of God. May God's love, strength, mercy and compassion guide you all this week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. 
Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal 3rd Edition, Copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, Copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms 1963 and 2009 The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today I